Welcome back everyone. We found a interesting video here from a pro gun group started by a bunch of Penn State students called Trigger Millennials. The video already has 38,000 views. It's starting to go viral in some circles. And their head of their group, Mark Monsanto, just asked a very innocuous question at a March for Our Lives event because uh, they're going on this like whole bus tour or whatever. And this is what happened. is that in schools, black and brown children are you oftentimes more likely. You would never know, stop talking. No, black and brown children are oftentimes more likely to be incarcerated. Like Edna said, black and brown youth are determined whether or not they're going to prison by their third grade reading level. If, our, if the leaders of our, our country, if the youth of our country are limited to their third grade reading level, how are we supposed to grow and progress? Because in the place of education, like Alex said, I had teachers I didn't, I didn't enjoy. I had teachers I didn't like. And me already being, if the system were being stacked against me, you add weapons into that equation. What does that do? That like so then do you, you will see headlines where black and brown children are being shot because the children, the, the teachers don't enjoy like them. So to, to ask that question to me like, oh, to, to add, you know, to give teachers guns, that's just it's blasphemous at the end of the day. Because our teachers, our teachers were trained to educate our children. Because what you're doing now is like I said, you're adding more guns into the situation and that doesn't solve the issue. That just rises tension. I have to interrupt real quickly. Um so quickly, um, real quickly. Um, so whoever's driving, uh, whoever drove a... Yeah, you saw that right, people. Uh, Mark got the mic taken from him. They grab him from the back, and they kindly escort him out of the building, I guess they'd say. Uh, I can see one of the comments here by Trigger Miles says, One reason we were moved was, quote, for the safety of the speaker. What? <laughs> Where do you think that Mark was going to go and, like, shoot him or something? Like, these people... These people really think the worst of people. Yeah. Like, the teachers were going to go and shoot a student because they didn't like them. Like, okay, not ever, I don't know about you, but my teachers, even the ter like the most worst ones wouldn't go and do that. Like, to become a teacher, you had to go through some crazy background checks. Like, it's probably, closest thing's probably like the FBI because uh, to be a teacher, at least in uh, the state of Pennsylvania, you have to go and, like, 
you, if you had a DU, like an underage drinking, you're not even allowed to become a teacher anymore. Like it's that that serious compared to like all these other things. Like it's even worse than like it's about the same level of getting concealed carry. So you get that on top of the concealed carry. And these would be some of the most trustworthy people in the world, but this guy just doesn't understand that. Yeah, I what I talked about this with the Candace Owens incident recently where Antifa threw breakfast food at Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens and chased him out of the diner. Uh, and you see it here again, which is a clear contrast. You have one side that is of love, reason, respect, and maybe curiosity. <laughs> I know it's a scary thing in today's world. And our side, which is just irrational, emotional, and unproductive. I mean, it was definitely more extreme with the Candace Owens things. We had freaking Antifa there that was throwing stuff, and they were shouting hate, and just, you know, all, just like creating a mean environment, a mean atmosphere. Um, but here, you know, Mark is just, you know, just taken out of this event for asking a question. If you can't have your beliefs questioned, then you really don't understand what you believe in. You really don't know what you're talking about. I know that can sound condescending to some people, but you should be able to look at what you believe in, form counter-arguments, and, you know, consider, maybe I'm wrong. You know, if you can't argue against what you think, you really aren't um, developing your ideas, and you don't really have a full understanding of them. That doesn't mean, you know, you, of course, you know, agree with those counter-arguments, but you can debate those counter-arguments and see why you're right. These people, you know, they're bringing up, you know, silly emotional arguments. Like, basically, they're saying, "Oh, is the teacher going to shoot the kids?" I understand that concern, but concealed carry, you know, uh, holders are some of the safest people in the country. Like, if you look at the statistics, like point zero 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 one percent of them have actually committed crimes or shot people, you know, by accident or you know, or for you know, purposes of non self defense. Like, I remember. A guy came to Penn State talking about that. He was well researched in it. He showed the stats, you know, official statistics, you know, from I think the Department of um, Homeland Security or the FBI or it was a government agency, and he showed that they are the safest people in the world. And I would be totally comfortable with uh, teachers that have been fully vetted. There are uh, concealed carry horse being allowed to carry. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, maybe they just have bad teachers where they're at. It could just be like a ghetto or something, and all the teachers are just like packing heat and shooting kids. I don't know. <laughs> it's like Chicago. the thing is, it's such a issue over there where they're. I think it's like the other issue that they need to go and worry about is why are they so afraid of teachers owning guns? Are the teachers that bad? And if so, that's that's another argument. That's not one where they shove the gun owners. It should be one that you have with the teaching environment where that this kid would even think of something like that. Yeah. You know, like most of my teachers, I may have had some pretty terrible ones, but they would never go and like even hit a student, let alone shoot one. Yeah. Not like these guys are mentioning, like this guy just, I, I think he's irrational. He's probably just uneducated on the issue and he doesn't understand guns. And because they don't understand something, it's like the great white shark. They, they just want to like get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is that aren't teachers mostly liberal? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it depends, really, where they're at, probably, where I was at. We had a, a decent bit of conservative students, but for public schools, at least, uh, you get a lot of teachers who, they're in the teachers' union, and uh, that's a big thing of why they probably vote Democrat. Another issue the teachers had to deal with is uh, 
uh, I guess, they're government employees, so then you get that. They, they're they tied to the state by, like, the little umbilical cord. Yeah. Well, not really. I mean, that's being a little bit harsh on some teachers. They do do yeah. their best. And, you know, most people don't realize the um, some of the terrors that can happen from forcing people to go and pay for inadequate and politically charged education in many cases. Well, for context's sake, this March for Our Lives event was uh, at the Universal... Uh, Audrey Chartered High School in South Philadelphia. South Philadelphia is very, 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 very Democrat. Like, very Democrat. You can't find a single conservative in South Philly. And the schools in Philadelphia are shit. I'm sorry. And that's part of the problem is that they're shit schools. And if anything, that would make schools safer. If these teachers are good people and they're qualified and they've been vetted and all that... Make your school a hell of a lot safer in Philly, because to be honest with you, I, there's a lot of neighborhoods I, you know, have been down through through Philly. They're pretty scary. You know, you roll your windows up, which they were bulletproof windows in many cases, but it's a scary area. Oh, absolutely! Like even Will Smith, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, they got moved out of Philadelphia. Yeah. Obviously, it's a pretty terrible place if Will Smith can't even live there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, you know, really to. There's not much else I can add to this except it's just one side doesn't want to hear the other side and it's unproductive. It's, you know, it looks bad on them and then they, you know, eject Mark from the event, which looks really bad on their part. I mean, it looks really bad. You know, but what's, you know, a small detail I noticed is that they were all clapping. They weren't snapping. We're not used to that. <laughs> I, I don't really understand why they did this whole snapping because probably less people can snap than people who can clap. So it's actually like less, like it's more ableist to snap. So I, I found that greatly offensive whenever they did that. But in all honesty here, they just got pissed off at Mark because he was a couch in an echo chamber. He was taking up, he, they, he was stopping the echoing. Yeah. That, yeah. was, that was a major problem over there. And they wanted to go and keep it like that because they get all these little kids who are going to be riled up. Oh, I hate guns. And they they didn't advertise this. I think uh, I was talking to Mark. So the guy said it wasn't even like anti-gun. It was just like pro-safety or whatever. But it, it's a ruse. They yeah. want to make these things up. And they want to go and say, oh, yeah, we're totally, you know, we're pro-gun. But then their idea of a gun is like a musket from 1776. <laughs> and then you quickly realize these people aren't, aren't pro-gun in the slightest or incredibly anti-gun and they want to go and like word shift and make it look like they're not lying but they are and the sad thing is a lot of these are kids they probably don't even understand what they're arguing about they've probably never shot a gun in their life they probably like never even had a friend who's republican especially in you know philadelphia it's just a whole nother world yeah yeah, again, that's what I was saying, that it's, you know, they really don't, you can tell they don't know what they're talking about, because if they knew what they were talking about, they would, they would keep debating Mark, they'd have the confidence to debate him, but I've always said this, because, you know, I think you've said it, everybody I've talked to has really said it, if you haven't fired a gun, fire a gun, just for the experience, you don't have to buy it, you don't have to uh, keep firing it, you know, just one shot. I mean, you're going to want to do a second shot, but just do it once. I mean, I'm a person that was pro-Second Amendment, still am pro-Second Amendment, and I never shot a gun for the longest time. And I was a little cautious going into it, but when I did it, all that caution just went out. You know, it felt totally natural. You know, it felt, you know, 
totally just um, reassured that, you know, I, I gained some experience and some confidence by doing it. It's a simple thing. Anybody, if you're going to talk about guns, you got to shoot one first before you actually start talking about it. I'm, I'm not one to say that sort of, you know, mentality, like you have to do this, be able to talk about this. Obviously you can talk about it, but if you really want to talk about fairly, you should shoot guns first before you start talking about guns. Well, yeah, because they don't even understand like any of the politics around it, any of the sort of intricacies and how people live their lives. Like not everyone lives in the city with the police officer like five minutes down the block. Yeah. And yeah. it's like a, a 15 year old kid who doesn't even have a driver's license, like doing car reviews that, that one, that's never <laughs> even driven before. It's to that point, like, yeah, they've seen cars on Grand Theft Auto and on the television and uh, they have no idea of how like they actually feel to drive one. Yeah, because you see all the memes of, like, you know, people that don't know what AR-15 stands for. They think it stands for, like, assault rifle or alt-right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, these are legitimate things we've seen. Like, we don't make this shit up, but it's happened. Uh, you know, or people talk about, like, well, we should ban machine guns. And I ask them, well, what's a machine gun? A gun that fires many bullets. Well, what is that? You gotta be more specific. Is that, you know, a handgun can fire a lot of bullets. Well, one that you uh, you you uh, pull the trigger and it fires, but when you pull the trigger and it fires another bullet, well, that's semi-automatic. Do you want to ban all semi-automatics? Because you ban most guns, you know. So you gotta understand what these terms are and understand what you're talking about. Because media throws terms around like assault rifle, assault weapon, uh, semi-automatic, fully automatic, and nobody fully semi-automatic. <laughs> okay, Jake. <laughs> yeah, he actually said that. <laughs> you know it. It's like, again, people don't know what they're talking about with this, and it's frustrating because I want to. When I want to have a conversation with somebody, I want to have it on a level playing field in the sense that we both understand the issue. We may have different perspectives, different you know forms of compromise, but we just need to have a basic understanding of this. And with guns, again, I encourage people to fire one and to research it, learn the terms, learn what they really mean. Because there are ones that are invented by the media and ones that are perfectly legitimate. So you gotta know which is which. Oh yeah, they need to go and actually talk to people who use guns, people who live not within their necessarily area who might have yeah. a different opinion because of different different like lifestyle. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And then another thing I've seen the leftists use too is the term uh, <clears throat> gunsplaining. It's like mansplaining. <laughs> I've heard it before, I've seen it before. I think it was like I'm, I'm thinking maybe Elizabeth Warren or Diane Feinstein. Oh, God. Uh, one of the two just, like, idiots making up these terms whenever they get told things they don't like to hear. Oh, you're mansplaining. Oh, you're gunsplaining because they're too lazy. And, like, the left, they want to go and categorize themselves as a party of, like, research, knowledge, and tolerance. Science. But, you know, they don't tolerate people who have different opinions. They don't tolerate people who yeah. protect themselves. Uh, they, they're against women protecting themselves or pro-rapists in a lot of arguments because they want to prevent women from who've been, like, uh, targeted by abuse from, like, an ex- from getting a handgun like there was some girl in california years ago who who was like unable to get a legal handgun because of the like uh waiting restriction and her boyfriend came and she ended up like uh or, like an ex-boyfriend she had to go and like get a black market gun like their laws directly hurt women and they yeah. hurt like the people who are the most vulnerable because what's gonna stop like a 55 year old lady from getting beat up by like some 20 year old like you know really buff guy the only thing that could really stop that are then some crazy 
mechanical contraption like uh, like Super Soldier Spartan Master Chief armor would be a handgun yeah. or a rifle or a shotgun yeah. or a machine gun. There's a lot of things that can protect you from that. Yeah, I, I fully agree. I always tell people because you, know, you always hear the left say, one in five women are raping college campuses. There's a rape epidemic in America. Men are a problem. Toxic masculinity. You, know, you hear these things thrown around and you go, hold on, okay, let, 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 let's look at this here. So you want women to not get raped. I mean, we all do. That's I, I would hope that's common ground to start off with. So how should women protect themselves? Well, you know, like you said, many case, you know, all these cases where women are raped, it's mostly because of the fact that men are you know, physically stronger. So how are you going to level the playing field? Uh, or, or in this case, where he trumped the playing field, carry a gun, okay? I'm the biggest advocate of women concealed carry. That is the easiest way, the safest way, and the best way for women to protect themselves. I mean, you know, the Second Amendment is, you know, the definition of self-defense. Having a gun will stop any rapist. It will save many lives and save the trauma that women go through because of rape. I mean, it's... It's the best thing I can advocate for. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it, not, it's not even just a woman thing, too. Well, of because course. Because there's a lot of people. You get MS-13 over here. What's going to protect you from, like, an MS-13 gang member? What's going to protect you from just a group of people want to hurt you, want to mug you? Want to, like, well, well, you know, the left one's going to talk about Russians. What the KGB's at your door? What are you going to do? <laughs> you want Putin's at your stop, door? <laughs> what's, yeah, what's going to stop Putin from coming in and uh, meddling with your elections? <laughs> you got to protect yourself. Yeah, but did you see that Vox was saying that MS-13, like, isn't that bad? Like, they're children, too. Like, they, they did this video where they were, like, showing, like, so, you know, like, sympathizing with them. Like, they're, like, oh, they're, they're, they're just children taking selfies. <laughs> yeah, they're very, like, I, I guess the term would be bipolar on this issue, because on the one hand, you see stuff like that. Then I think it was Washington Post, like, a couple months ago, they had a story about, like, how MS-13 invade in middle school. Yeah. And I was like, what, what's your position? They're either just harmless kids or they're, like, invading middle schools and, like, bringing guns into middle schools and, like, rape and drugs and all this other stuff. So you need to go and make up your mind. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I, I think that was uh, that's my piece on that topic before we get too, you know, helter-skelter with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, watch the video, guys. Again, if you want to, go to Trigger Millennials' Facebook page. You know, if you support what they do, like them, follow them, spread them around. I mean, I, I've liked the work they've done. We talked about the local rally that they had. Like, they're a great group of guys and gals. Uh, I know a lot of them personally. And I have to say, like, this, you know, th this is the left in America. They, they showed it right here. And I've we've talked about before on Real News and all our other videos about their, you know, total inconsistencies, their lack of tolerance, their lack of an open dialogue. And, you know, the, the, Trigger Millennials here is trying to start an honest conversation, maybe change people's minds or open them up to new ideas or explain to them some unique perspectives and different experiences, but the other side didn't want to hear it. And that's, I, I completely, you know, discourage any uh, shutting down of conversation because that's not how society moves forward. Any last words from you, Mr. Alex? Oh, no, just go and uh, like, share, and subscribe this video, our other videos, and also check out Millennials, as uh, you've already mentioned. Yeah. They're a great group of people. I know Mark personally is very good, very uh, high-energy activist. We need, we need activists of all types. 
know, if you want to be on the front lines, that's great. There's always groups out there, especially local ones, I'm sure. You know, even if you do live in Philadelphia, I'm sure there's at least like some group, probably not very high capacity, but you know, look into trigger millennials, join them, uh, you know, assist them. I know that like the thing with the with the Republicans and nine the Republicans, just right wing groups in general, like right now, is that we need support. You know, we don't have our own George Soros. We need to go and have support. We need to go and have funding. That's the one thing the left beats us at. We need to have our own platforms. You know, help out the alternative media projects that are going around. And do your part. You know, don't be a keyboard warrior. We need people to actually get on the front lines and do something. And if you can't, go and donate to people who will. You know, help out. You know, or at the very least, just spread the word about it. The more people get to know about it, the more likely that people will bring it up. People will, Other people will join if they have some money to go and help out. They will. It's, you know, it's up to you. Yeah, but I thought we were uh, getting our check from the Koch brothers this week, uh, Alex. And I don't think the Koch brothers <laughs> likes us very much. We're probably better off talking to Putin about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna reemphasize that too because it's so important. Like again, subscribe to this channel, follow us on all social media because all these big tech platforms are censoring. Uh, anybody to the left of Jane Fonda, they're shutting them down, they're censoring them. Look at what happened to Alex Jones. It doesn't matter if you love or hate the guy. It is a clear form of across the board between Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, all censoring him, shutting him down, not letting him spread his message if it's good or bad. But what the big point we're trying to make here is that Alex was first, but you're going to be next. Trigger Millennials could be next tomorrow. Versa could be next tomorrow. Paul Joseph Watson could be next. You could be next. It doesn't matter. It's, it's you know, if we don't do anything, that's going to get out of hand. And again, that's something we need to have a dialogue with, too. So don't shut down the conversation like Big Tech does. Actually have one. Actually discuss these issues because they matter. And, like, the issue of concealed carry in schools can actually save lives and stop more mass shootings.